Hello, my name is Samuel Odo, and you are listening to the Half Dominion podcast. We shall be continuing with the new teaching series we started the other day, entitled Stand Strong. Understanding how to stand strong, to remain strong in your faith, and to keep growing spiritually in these last days. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for the impact of your word in the last session. Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the work the Holy Spirit is already doing in our hearts and in our lives. In the name of Jesus, thank you because you finished that great work you started. Today again, we ask you to speak to us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, send your word to my brother and my sister listening to me right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the discouraged receive encouragement today. Let the backsliding be restored in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord God, in Jesus' name, at the end, we vow to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You are welcome. The last, in the last episode, we talked about uh, how that we are living in a perilous time. Things are going to be so hard. Things are already hard. Uh, times are hard. The Satan, has, he knows his time is short. So he's releasing his best weapons against the believers, just to discourage the believers, just to make life tough for the believer. You know, whatever he can, he use everything to get you back. You were rescued from his kingdom. He wants you back. He wants you back, but he will never succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. So we we talked about uh, uh, some. We started talking about the first point, the first thing to do to stand strong in your faith, and so you will never go back. And we'll be picking up from there. I shall be taking that point again. Point number one: Never forget what Jesus saved you from. Uh, we t- took our reading from Ephesians chapter two, from verse one to three, and we say that you were once dead and doomed forever because of your many sins. Probably you were homosexual, you were a lesbian, or, 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 or you were an adulterer, a fornicator, you were drunk, you wasted your money, you lost relationships. You know, remember where you came from. Jesus Christ saved you. Maybe you were a thief. You couldn't stop stealing. Jesus Christ rescued you from all of those things. You were getting drunk get into trouble with the police. You were always in the police station. You know, you know, you, you, you were out of touch with your family. Things were really bad for you. Jesus saved you from that. You don't want to go back there anymore. You know, the Bible says you used to live just like the rest of the world, full of sin. You were going from one nightclub to another nightclub, from one tavern to another tavern. You were just a liar. You were getting into trouble, just lying. Jesus saved you from that. Maybe you were a fraudster. Whatever Jesus saved you from. Maybe you were a prostitute. But Jesus Christ rescued you from that. You don't want to go back to that old life of sin anymore. So I pray that that's why this teaching series uh, is, is meant to encourage you to stand strong so you don't go back to where you used to be before. The Bible says you were obeying Satan. The mighty prince of the power of the air. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passions and the desires of our evil nature. Maybe you were on drugs. You couldn't help yourself. But Jesus saved you and cleaned you up. You were born. You used to have an evil desire, evil nature. And you were under God's anger, just like everyone. That's where we stopped in the last episode. I I just want to take it a step further, talking about where you came from, you were under the curse of the law. Turn the Bible to the book of Galatians chapter 3, 
verse 13 and 14. Once again, I recommend the teaching series we did, uh, Your New Life in Christ. I recommend that teaching series, particularly the part three of it, we're talking about the curse of the law. Talking about who you used to be. You were under the curse, all kinds of disaster. You were exposed to all kinds of disaster. Read Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse 15 to the end. You There's all ki- kinds of disaster, all kinds of things happening in your life, from sicknesses to miscarriages to all kinds of misfortunes, poverty, everything. You know, remember how your finances used to be. You were under it. Your finances were, were under the curse. Jesus saved you from that. You don't want to go back there. If you remember where Jesus saved you from, you you decide that nothing is going to take me away. Nothing is going to take me back to that place. You remember how you used to borrow money. You, you couldn't keep a job. You know, your finances were was under a curse. Galatians 3, verse uh, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That the blessings, the blessing of Abraham, not blessings, the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promised, the promise of the Spirit through faith. You were redeemed from the curse of the law. You were nothing was working for you. You know, but Jesus Christ saved you and brought you into the kingdom of God. My brother and my sister, you don't want to go back there anymore. You don't want to go back there anymore. Look at the blessings you have in your life. Now you have this joy. Before you, there was no joy in your life because you were under a curse. Nothing was working. You couldn't finish anything you started. Look at how much beauty Jesus has brought into your life. Whenever you remember where you used to be and where you are now, if you keep thanking the Lord for it, you will never go back to where you used to be. May God help you in Jesus' name. Let's turn our Bible to Colossians. Let's see another thing Jesus saved you from. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 and 14. I read from the New Living Translations. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 and verse 14. He says, For he has rescued us from the one who rules the kingdom of darkness. King James says that, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You were rescued from the power of darkness, from the power of the devil. You were a citizen of the kingdom of the devil. Satan was your king. Satan was your God. Satan was your God. Jesus Christ saved you from the power of Satan. He saved you. Satan has nothing to offer you. He only stole from you killed and destroyed. He stole from you. He stole your money, stole your health, you know, stole your relationships, stole your job. He destroyed your relationships. He destroyed things in your life. You don't want to go back there, child of God. You don't want to go back there. That's why you must be strong. You don't want to go back to what Jesus saved you from. You were rescued. You don't want to go back to the kingdom of the devil. You don't want to go back to you know, being under the, the the tyranny of Satan. Satan is a wicked king. He stole from you. He stole your marriage from you. He stole your children from you. He stole your money from you. He made sure you didn't save any money. You couldn't pay your rent. You were wasting your money drinking. See how much money he, you've saved since you st- stopped drinking. He's rescued you from drugs, the kingdom of darkness. He said, verse 14 said, God has purchased 
our freedom, which is blood, and has forgiven all our sins. King James said, in whom you have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Jesus took you and cleaned you, washed you clean with his precious blood. My brother, if you remember that, you don't want to go back to the world anymore. You don't want to go back to the world anymore. If you keep this in mind, remember, never forget what Jesus saved you from. He saved you and cleaned you up. You don't want to go back there anymore. So that is the first thing to do, to remain strong in your faith. So if you remember where God took you from, you want to maintain that. You want to read your Bible. You want to pray. You want to do anything, never to go back to where you come from. Amen. Number two thing to do to remain strong and to grow in your faith is to stay in fellowship with other believers. We need to stay in fellowship with other believers. This means that you need to be in church. You need to fellowship with other Christians. My brother, if you don't take church seriously, you will never make it as a Christian. I remember when I got born again in 1996, Anywhere I see a, a, that a revival meeting is going, taking place, I was there. If I see a poster, a handbill given to me, I made sure I was there. I went, I went to every church you can think about. I went to every church. That's why I'm not a church person now. I don't care the name of the church. I, if Jesus, yesterday, uh, being Good Friday, I went to a Methodist church. They were speaking in Kosa language. I didn't understand one word of Kosa. You know, but I was enjoying myself. I was, you know, enjoying the presence of God. I was around the believers. They were singing, you know, this song. You know, I closed my eyes. I was humming the song with them. Mm, mm, mm. I was enjoying the presence of God. I go to the Catholic church and I feel the presence of God there, because wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. I don't miss church for any reason. I've walked a long distance to be able to go to church. Transport does not stop me from going to church. Nothing was able to stop me. In fact, I became an instrumentalist. I began to play the drums. Later, I played the guitar and I played the keyboard. Anything that will keep me in church. You need whatever will keep you in church. If you don't take church seriously, you will not make it. If you don't take church seriously, you will not make it. If you don't take fellowship seriously, you will backslide. You will backslide. Something happens when you go to church. You, you are encouraged. You receive strength. Church is not a social gathering. It is a spiritual gathering. If you, you're not regular in church, you go today, you miss tomorrow, you are not serious. You will not make it. Satan will trip you. Satan will trip you. Notice, did you notice that whenever you refuse to go to church, you do silly things? Whenever, whatever takes you out of church has taken you out of touch with God. I'm not saying that you can only meet God in church, but I'm saying you meet God in church. You meet God in church. You fellowship with other believers. Now, let's read the book of um, Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Turn your Bibles there to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25. Hebrews chapter 10, 24 to 25. It says, um, from the King James, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good, good works. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much 
more as you see the day approaching. As we see that Jesus Christ is coming very soon. The return of Jesus is coming soon. That's why Satan wants to trip you, take you back to the world so you can go to hell with him. Let me read this from the New Living Translation. Remember, it's a Bible study, so I'm not rushing at all, at all, at all. Verse 24 says, Think of ways to encourage one another to outburst of love and good deeds. We encourage one another to, to do good. There's something that happens. If you go to church, you see how other people live their life. You are strengthened. You see that you are not alone. Verse 25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage and warn each other, especially now that the day of his coming back again is drawing near. The coming back, Jesus is coming back very soon. Jesus can come anytime. The scriptures have been fulfilled. The gospel is spreading so fast. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Don't let anybody deceive you. Jesus is coming again. He's coming back very soon. Jesus is coming back very soon. You need to stay in fellowship. You need to stay in fellowship. Attend church. You will hear the word of God. That's why Satan is doing everything possible to close the church. Look, a lot has happened during this lockdown. Around the world, a lot has happened, my brothers and my sisters. You can testify, maybe your Christian life has been affected. When you are out of church, you are out of touch with other believers. There is strength that you receive, you know, while fellowshipping with other believers. Even if with the devil decides, you know, the government decides to cooperate with the devil to close the church again, you don't have to be out of church, out of fellowship, you don't only meet with believers in church. The Bible said that in Matthew chapter 18, from verse 19 to 20, it said, wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. Church is where two or three are gathered together in the name of Jesus Christ. So if church is closed, find a way. Meet with other Christians. Meet with other believers. Attend church services regularly. If your church, if churches are open where you are, if the church is reserved for only 50 people, make sure you are among the 50 every day. Every Sunday, make sure you're among the 50. If for some reason you, you, you are not uh, shortlisted uh, to, be, to attend church, connect online. Connect. If your church has a, an online, online streaming platform, connect. Don't miss church. If your church doesn't have, there are many anointed churches that are online. Connect. Connect. Don't miss church. Find a cell group to join. And if there's no cell group where you are, start a cell group. What is a cell group? It's a small group of believers. Maybe from two, any number from two. A cell group starts from two. The minimum is two. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. Start a cell group with your wife. Start a cell group with your wife. Start a, you know, fellowship with your children. Have a cell group at work. Meet with another believer. Share the word. It's not about the duration of the time. It's about the connection. Something happens. Where, wherever two or three are gathered, Jesus is there. And whatever happens when Jesus appears, happens when, when you meet with another believer. Have a time of prayer with someone. Let no week pass by where, that you don't have fellowship with other believers. I remember when I was growing up in the faith, when I received Jesus, I had two friends. One of them was Arinze Achibo. The other one was, was Emeka. And then we had one big brother called Brother Innocent. 
Every Monday from 4 o'clock to 6, we had a time of prayer and the word. We prayed together every Monday. From school, I was in high school then. From school, by 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock, we had a time of fellowship in our church vestry. Oh, thank God for churches that are open for people to come fellowship anytime. Sometimes we used to sleep in church. I remember those days growing up, some days nothing would be going on in church. I just go to church to sleep, to sleep. I just wanted to be in the presence of God. I would spend the evening together every Monday praying. Then after uh, 6 o'clock, 4 o'clock to 6, by 6 o'clock we had youth fellowship. I waited for the youth fellowship. I would close late in the night. Then on, on Tuesday... We had Bible study in the Evangelical Fellowship in Anglican Communion. I come for Bible studies on Tuesdays. Again, before then, we had prayer meeting in school. I, we started a school fellow, student fellowship in our high school. After our prayer meeting then, I come again by 5 p.m. We had another time of Bible study. You know, the, my foundation was getting stronger. Bible study on Tuesday. On Wednesday again, we meet by 4 o'clock to 6 we pray. We have another time of intercession, a time of prayer. We are just little boys, 13 years old, 12 years old, 11 years old. We're just loving Jesus, fellowshiping with one. That's why I'm strong today. That's why I'm talking to you today. On uh, Wednesdays, 4 o'clock to 6, we had another time of prayer. We preach to one another. We encourage one another. We hold each one another accountable. Then from 6 o'clock, we had our midweek service. 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I was there. By the time the day is over, you feel so refreshed. Then I go back home. On Thursday again, there's something happening. Then on Friday again, we meet again from 4 o'clock. After school, we have a student fellowship for like two hours after school. We have a proper, a full-scale service. Sometimes I get to preach. Sometimes we just, you know, I attend the student fellowship. Then when I get home in the afternoon by 4 o'clock again, I go to church. We have prayer meetings with, with my friends. 4 o'clock to 6. Then usually there is all-night prayers. Then on Saturday, we, you know, the Anglican Children Ministry, they have a fellowship. I come again. Then we go soul winning. Then on Sunday, I come for the Sunday morning service. Then in the evening by 4 o'clock or 5, I can't remember anymore, we had the EFAC Fellowship evening service. I was there in the morning service. I was there in the evening. Then on Monday again, the cycle starts again. No wonder I'm strong today by the grace of God. My brother, you need to find a way to fellowship with other believers. If you do that, you will be growing from strength to strength. You will never backslide. You will never go back to the world again. Attend revival meetings. I was telling my wife just today that I need to, I just crave fellowship. I need to, maybe there's one apostolic faith church there. I need to go there. I just need to fellowship with other believers. If you don't have petrol, your church is far, look for another church close by. Look for a Catholic church. Look for an Anglican church. It does not matter what denomination it is. All that matters is that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. There's no such thing that the presence of God is not in a church. When you go there, the presence of God goes with you. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Don't allow the devil to deceive you. Ah, the, the presence of God is not in that church. God is not there. No. If God is not there, when you came, God came. When you arrive there, God has arrived because God is with you. Amen. Don't let anything discourage you. Don't allow any regulation to stop you. Don't allow any... You know what? The, how the lion hunts, hunts his prey? He first as, isolates his, his prey. You know, like maybe there's a, a, a group of antelopes. You know, when the lion, when they want to rob, they chase them and they focus on one that is running alone. 
if you are running a lot, the, the Bible says that Satan is moving about like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. Satan will devour you in isolation. Satan isolates you first from fellowship, make you feel that church is not important. That is a lie of the devil. That, that meeting is important. Church is important. When you stop going to church, you become an easy prey of the devil. You become an easy target of the devil. Satan will target you because you are alone. You are not covered. Satan will target you and he will destroy you. Before you know it, if you stop going to church, you start going back to your old ways. It becomes easy for you to sin. So don't isolate yourself. If you do this, if you stay in fellowship, you will stay strong and you will keep on growing. Whenever you go to church, something is added to you. You, you grow. Whenever the church is over, you may not feel it, but you gain spiritual weight. You gain spiritual strength. Over time, it will begin to speak. May God help you in Jesus' name. Now, the third point for you to stand strong and to be fruitful in these last days, in this perilous time, is to feed your spirit with the word of God daily. Feed your spirit with the word of God daily. This has really helped me. There is no day I don't listen to sermons. My brother, let me tell you something. If the only time you listen to the word of God is when you are in church, you are in a very bad shape. You will not make it. You will not make it. I think it was Smith Wigglesworth that said some people expect to grow in their faith when they feed their body three hot meals a day and feed their spirit one cold snack a week. <laughs> you feed your body three, three hot meals. If you feed your body, you are feeding your flesh. You feed, if you feed more on entertainment than the word of God, you are in a very bad shape. You are feeding the flesh. Uh, feeding the flesh, the flesh will be stronger than your spirit and they will knock you off. You know the flesh, your body, you have uh, your, your flesh, you have your flesh and you have your spirit. Both of them are always fighting against each other. They're always at war. The flesh wants to pull you. The flesh likes pleasure. You know, if you feed your flesh with entertainment, with movies, with uh, the news, with inter uh, worldly entertainment, with social events, more than you feed your spirit, you will be in a bad shape. You will not be able to overcome temptations. So you must feed your spirit daily. In the book of First uh, Peter chapter two, verse two. First Peter chapter two, verse two. He says uh, in King James, as newborn babes. Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. In the New Living Translation, it says, You must crave pure spiritual milk so that you can grow in the, into the fullness of your salvation. Cry out for this nourishment as a baby cries out for milk. Cry out for the word of God. You must be hungry for the word of God. If you're not hungry for the word of God, that is the first sign that you, you are sick. You know, when you, you get sick, you lose your appetite. You don't want to eat food. So if you are in a state where you, you don't crave the word of God, you don't miss the word of God, you know, you are, you are sick, spiritually sick. And I'm telling you, I'm not lying to you. If you don't crave the word of God, if you don't crave, I sit down and when I wake up, anytime I wake up in the middle of the night and I, I feel like I don't feel like sleeping, I play a podcast. I play a podcast. I always have, I don't have one music in my phone, my phone. My phone is full of sermons. My phone is full of sermons. That is what keeps me going. 
every time I read your Bible every day, at least one chapter of the Bible, every part of the Bible is anointed. Get one chapter, get a book of the Bible. If you're reading Matthew, read from chapter 1 to the last chapter. Take one chapter a day. Or if you can do two, if you can do three chapters, read as much as you can. You cannot read the Bible too much. The Bible will keep you away from sin. The Bible will keep you away from sin. The Word of God, the Bible says that you are sanctified You are by the washing of the water, by the Word of God. Each time you go to the Bible, it's like taking a bath. It's like taking a bath. You wash your body with, the same way you wash your body with water to remain clean. You wash your spirit, your, your soul, your body with the Word of God to remain clean. Whenever you stop reading the Bible, you start sinning. It becomes easy for you to fall into temptation when you are not reading your Bible. My brother and my sister, let no day go without you reading your Bible. Get the Word of God in daily. Get audio Bibles. If you are so busy, you are lazy to, to read the Bible, get an audio Bible. Let it play while you are washing your clothes. Let it play while you are driving your car. Download a, a Bible app. I recommend this one my wife uses. It's called Version. You as in you version bible app you version bible app app is free of charge you download it you listen to the word of god get anyone offline if you are worried about um, data get one that is offline and listen to the word of god read the word of god on your phone if you are too busy don't be too busy reading the bible but maybe the, the nature of your work your job while you are in the bus in the taxi going to work take out your bible and read take out your bible and read Read a chapter on your way to work. When you are on uh, your break time, take out a uh, your Bible and read a chapter. You know, read your Bible. If you don't read your Bible, you'll be weak. If you don't read your Bible, you'll be spiritually weak. You will not be able to overcome temptations. Read your Bible every day. Now listen to anointed preachers. Listen to podcasts. Listen to my podcast. Every week I have something new for you. Listen to my podcast. Listen to the people uh, that I listen to. I listen to Kenneth Hagin, that old man of God. God bless his heart. Get, listen to Kenneth Hagin. I recommend the ones I that have helped me to grow spiritually. Listen to Kenneth Hagin. Listen to uh, Kenneth Copeland. Listen to Andrew Womack. Andrew Womack. Listen to uh, uh, Lester Sumrall. Listen to, if you are in South Africa, listen to Bishop Mosa Sono. Listen to Pastor Art Boshoff. Listen, go, get, if, get DSTV, go to Channel 341. You know, the Faith Broadcasting Network, TBN. I recommend uh, Faith Broadcasting Network because I was trained by them. I went to the Bible school. They, they watch the contents of the TV, uh, uh, people who preach on the TV. Get it. Listen to the Word of God. Let it play while you sleep. Let DSTV, channel 341, 341, play while you sleep. Let the word of God play. The Bible said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. The only way to meditate on the word day and night is to listen to it. Play it while you are sleeping. While uh, Anytime I'm washing clothes, if I'm washing by hand, I play. Sa a sermon must be playing on the background. If I'm doing dishes... I know a sermon is playing on the background. If I'm taking a walk, I have my earphones. A sermon is playing. I'm getting the word of God into me every time. Go to YouTube. 
Listen to good preachers, not just anyone. The Bible says the pure milk, where we read, is the pure milk. Not every word of God is pure. Don't listen to people who, don't listen to false prophets. You will know if your spirit says, mm, something is wrong about this preacher, avoid them. Listen to men of God who have track, good track record, who, who live a holy life. You know, I listen to the old people, those old people that they don't have scandals. It's not like everybody must be perfect. None of us is. But I listen to the old guys. Go to YouTube, download their messages, listen to their messages. Listen to their messages. You know, and make notes. Take notes. If you are not a note taker, you are not serious about listening, learning. You must be a learner. Every day learn something new. As you are listening, the right scripture, uh, quote scriptures, write it down. Read it later. Don't just go to church with no notes, notebook. No. You're, you're joking. This Satan will make you, you forget. You will forget what you learn. Take a note. Take a note. Read Christian books. Read Christian books written by Kenneth E. Hagin. Read Christian books written by E.A. Adeboye. Enoch Adeboye. Read Christian books by W.F. Kumui. Read Christian books written by, by all these great men of God. Listen, read books. Read anointed books. Read anointed books. Books written by Andrew Womack. You can even download them for free. Download Andrew Womack's books for free. Download books. If you need recommendation, ask me. I will recommend uh, books for you to read. By all means, you must fill your heart with the word of God. If you don't fill your heart with the word of God, you will not make it. I'm telling you. You will not make it. Uh, you may not believe in some of the people I've uh, recommended, but I believe in them. They've helped me. If you don't believe, don't say I only read my Bible. No, it's not enough. Those guys, apostles, prophets, evangelists, the fivefold ministers, they are there to help you gain understanding of the word of God. Don't say I don't listen to anyone. I only listen to the Holy Spirit. Where did you see the Holy Spirit? You are deceived. You need, we need each other. We need one another. You must listen to the word of God. And our time is up. But I hope you've learned something today. Remember, we'll spend time praying in the Spirit five minutes after the broadcast. So if you're not born again or you are a backslider, you know your Christian life is not the way it's supposed to be, say this prayer after me. Say after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you. Forgive me. I believe you died for me. And on the third day you rose again that I may be justified. Thank you because I am now born again. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I am now born again. Now, if you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you want to be able to speak in tongues, receive the fire of God, lift up your hands, say, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my baptizer in the Holy Ghost. Baptize me now with the Holy Ghost and with fire in the name of Jesus. I receive the ability to speak in tongues right now. In the name of Jesus. Now let's take the next four minutes and let's speak in tongues so that this word of God we have heard will sink in and we'll build up ourselves. Luke, uh, Jude chapter 1 verse 20 says, build, you know, that you build up yourself on your most holy faith when you pray in the Holy Ghost. In First uh, Corinthians, I say, he that speaks in tongues edifies himself. So let's edify ourselves. Let's go to our spiritual gym now and charge up our spiritual life. Now let's go. Ah, loco shakata. Open your mouth. 
speak in tongues, speak in tongues. You can speak in tongues. Don't let the devil discourage you. Don't let the devil lie to you. Re ba 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 ba. Re ke te te te. Rando la ba brosu salambre shekelindiala. Ando la ba kasombra da la ba kasegede. Nagala baga se kalaba shege alabaga da digala da malagada keregedea araketelebe shagada rabasakata. I receive grace to stay in your word. I receive grace to stay in fellowship. I receive grace. As you speak in tongues, God is giving you a new hunger, a new desire to fellowship with other believers in the name of Jesus Christ. Le mama mama sarabaye gedede ki sakaya. Arade gedebeke sokotola balagana namange degeleke sagada shaga. Arabada baka sakata. Whatever is deceiving you, whatever is deceiving you, making you not to think that fellowship is important, whatever is destroying your appetite for the word of God is destroyed right now. In the name of Jesus, Satalande Raba, Ekoto Raba Shanderada, Endereke Zugalabaka Toledesha, Ashakatalareke Torabagazia Talabaka, Ekoto Loboko Satalabayagaradia, Ashogolobologodobokalabagadia Daka, Eko Sakatalabaradeke Segerebredeku, Endagolamanagalagia Kashagaradeke Pranama, Masatalaba, build up your strength, charge up yourself, charge up your spiritual life, charge up your spiritual life, speaking tongues, speaking tongues where you are. Meto soto kola baraka radia shaga endalabro doboko sopra da bade kene kesura ashako tolobo yekete remenekia Nalabala baka satalaya. Lord, I receive strength in my areas of weakness. In the name of Jesus, I am not one of those that turn back. I will not backslide. I am strong in the spirit. I am fervent in the spirit. Serving the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sin has no dominion over me. In the name of Jesus, I receive victory. To overcome every sin in the name of Jesus. Right now I want to pray for you where you are. Lift up your hands in the name of Jesus. I curse every sickness on your body right now. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I curse you spirit of de depression. In the name of Jesus. You spirit of heaviness. I cast you out from my listeners. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever. You spirit of anxiety. You spirit of depression. You spirit of worries. In the name of Jesus. You are cursed. In the name of Jesus. I cast you out. Out. Leave them in the name of Jesus. Every sickness in your blood, every sickness in your heart, every growth in your body, disappear now. Disappear now. I come against high blood pressure. I come against sugar diabetes. I come against HIV AIDS. That virus dies right now. Everything that was not planted by Jesus is flushed out of your system. I come against coronavirus. I curse you, coronavirus. In the name of Jesus Christ, sickness shall be far away from your home. And I speak financial favor for you. In Jesus' name, receive financial miracles. In Jesus' name, anyone going through a financial hard time, in the name of Jesus, receive a divine intervention right now. Receive the favor of God right now. In the name of Jesus, I curse you, spirit of poverty. Jesus has rescued you has delivered you from the curse of poverty. You are free in the name of Jesus. You are free in Jesus' name. Anyone trusting God for a job, receive a job this week. This week, in the name of Jesus, anyone trusting God for promotion, receive promotion. Receive business breakthroughs. I speak blessing upon your business. In the name of Jesus, be fruitful and multiply in Jesus' name. Child of God, I'm always happy to be with you, to share the word of God with you. You are blessed. Please go to our website, go to our podcast, search for Have Dominion Podcast on every platform. We're trying to multiply the platforms. Get the word. 
fellowship with us, send me an email, send me a WhatsApp, send me an email, go to our website, www.dominioncommission.org. Send me an email to my personal email, odhsamuel at yahoo.com. God bless you. See you in the next episode. In Jesus' name.